It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. KSL News Time, 830. KSL's top story this hour. It is the weather, of course. People driving along the Bangor Highway, Mountain View Corridor, and in various spots of Utah County have been dealing with the snow. Now the snow is starting to reach parts of Salt Lake City as the storm slowly moves north. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins us live from downtown. Adam? I mean, right now, downtown drivers are not going to have a ton of problems on the city streets. I mean, it started as a flurries of maybe an hour ago at best, but now it is starting to come down a little bit harder, sticking to the roads, making them wet, um, but not seeing a lot of slush or any like serious hazardous conditions when it comes to driving on them. I mean, cars going to get wet, roads wet, but it's not a huge issue right now. We do know in other parts of Salt Lake County are seeing very big issues on the roads and in uh, other parts of the Wasatch Front. It looks like this storm is just going to continue to pick up. Uh, it came in a little bit later than what we were expecting, so I mean, it, at least we can t- be grateful that at least most most of the morning drive was a little bit smoother than the past couple of days. Reporting live from Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says southern Utah is going to be the big snowpack winner from this storm. Bryanhead and Pine Valley, the big winners, 12 to 24 inches. Monticello, southeast Utah, could pick up 10 to 20 inches of snow. Love it. As we move into the late afternoon, Wasatch Front will already start to clear things out, but central and southern Utah keep going into the night. Partly cloudy tomorrow and dry for the Wasatch Front. Our next best chance to see some snow showers will be in the overnight of Friday. Matt says here along the Wasatch uh, Valleys, we can expect to see up to three inches this morning, but we do have temperatures above freezing so that snow will melt fairly quickly. We've seen our share of storms this winter, and that means snow blowers have seen a lot of use. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has more. Utah's last few storms have forced homeowners to dig out their snow blowers. Some find they have to revive their machines after a season of little to no snow. Steve Yancey of Steve's Broken Toys in West Jordan has been taking up calls up and down the Salt Lake Valley and even as far out as Park City. Luckily, hardly any of these orders are due to something snapping, bending, or breaking while in service. To avoid a snowstorm scramble, Yancey recommends you get a tune-up, including sharpening your tires and changing your oil. A growing number of Utahns applied for unemployment benefits in January, but Department of Workforce Services Deputy Director Nate McDonald says at the same time, more people started applying for jobs. Labor force participation is up, and that's another reason why sometimes you see unemployment go up is because people are actually coming back in and it it might be for good reasons and for bad reasons. Nate says overall stronger workforce participation is a good sign for our economy. The final teenager charged in the murder of a Linden teenager has now been sentenced. Prosecutors say five boys met with Gavin Hone last August and planned to rob him during a low-level drug deal but at some point they ended up killing him. All five boys were charged with murder and aggravated robbery and will stay at a juvenile detention center until they turn 25 years old. They also were ordered to pay $10,000 to Gavin's family. KSL's top national stories this hour. Three police officers were shot while serving an arrest warrant in Kansas City overnight. Obviously, whoever was shooting at them, I would, um, I would assume that they knew that they were police because they knocked and announced 
And when I say knock and announce, I mean knock down the door, police. That's when you announce that you are the police. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves says her officers drove themselves to the hospital and all three are expected to recover. Over two dozen people are dead after a passenger train and a cargo train collided in Greece. Emergency crews arriving to find debris scattered everywhere. Train cars toppled over and derailed. A mangled mess of metal, some parts unrecognizable. Officials say at one point more than 150 firefighters and 40 ambulances responded, nearby towns assisting. ABC's Lionel Moise reporting. Right back over to the traffic center. First look traffic here with Andy. Well, Tim, it's uh, really bad over in South Jordan and Harriman on uh, Mountain View Corridor. Traffic just inching along from Harriman all the way up into about South Jordan Parkway, almost to Old Bingham Highway. Bangor's got a lot of extra backups this morning because of the snow crossing uh, West uh, Riverton, West Jordan, and South Jordan. And then uh, Redwood in Utah County is no better. From uh, Main Street, Lehigh, almost all the way up to Bangor Highway in the Valley, you're going to see backups. So... City Street's taking it worse today than the freeways. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The Conservative Political Action Conference, better known as CPAC, is getting underway today in Washington, D.C. ABC Political Director Rick Klein says Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will be notably absent, instead attending a conference in Florida. Whether it sells nationally or not is the big test, but he is hoping that he can continue to use Florida as a bit of a conservative governance lab and say, look what I did here, this is what I can do everywhere. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and former Former Vice President Mike Pence will also be speaking at the Florida donor event this week. While America is trying to go electric, there just aren't enough electricians. The shortage is creating a bottleneck in the goal of switching to more renewable energy sources. It's expected to get even more severe when hundreds of millions of dollars in subsidies from the Inflation Reduction Act kick in. Some companies say as of now they're booked out for six months. The number of electricians is slated to go up by around 7% in the next decade, according to federal data. But some analysts say the sector needs to be growing at several times that rate just to keep up with current demand. That's KSL News Radio's Kate Davis reporting. A Nebraska cheerleader took the spotlight at the state cheer competition alone after every other member of her four-person squad quit for personal reasons right before the big day. Listen to that passion. 17-year-old Katrina Cole says she never considered hanging up her pom-poms and ended up placing eighth out of 12. The stands were packed with family, friends, and other teams cheering her on. Imagine being one of the three that lost to her, and she was all by herself. Yeah. Uh, that's a little intimidating, too, if you're oh. used to being out there with a full squad all around yeah. you, helping to, you know, shout it out, and you're out there by yourself. Bravo to yeah. her. Good job done. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.